Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another True Potential Do More With Your Money podcast. It's episode 184 this week, and would you believe we've got this far, and we've still managed to find somebody in this building who's never, ever been on the podcast. We don't know how she's managed it, but somehow she has. But today she's going to break a duck. Jenny Bailey's on the show this week. Hello. Hi, Jenny. Hello. But I should say at the start, is today a Jenny day, a Jennifer day, or a Jen day? I just don't quite know. I'd say Jenny. Is it a, Je- get Jenny, yes. a Jenny day? Not a Jen day. Is it ever a Jen day? No. It's too many gens. Okay, okay. So we'll, we'll, j- it's Jenny today, okay? We're going to have Jenny. We can maybe do Jennifer, but we're not having a Jen day. No Jen. Okay. So it's Jen on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> Quick, start. scribble. Uh, well, it's good to have you on. And in, in traditional, well, in my traditional anyway, as, as regular viewers will know, I do like to ask stupid questions. So uh, I've got one for you, uh, uh, Jenny, which is it's your first time on the podcast. What else have you done this week for the very first time? We'll come back to you. Uh, right, uh, Martin's on the show as well this week, and so is Greg. It's good to see you two gents, because you're regulars on the podcast, aren't you? Somewhat, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Not been on for a while? A couple of weeks, actually, I think, uh, was the last one I was on, but I had a long a long gap between that, but... He upset, back, back upset Graham that twice, so he Pro- didn't, probably. didn't oh, he got, he got, he got banished. Yeah. He was banished for a while, oh, but I'm well. back now. We've, we've got you back, it's good to see. Whew. Today on the podcast, we're talking about goal setting. Mm. Actually, when you, you know, and I've, I mean, it's, it's 11 years that I've been involved with TP now, and I'll tell you what, it, this has always been the thing that's been sort of drummed into me, is it's, it's vital to have a goal. And it absolutely is. And if you go on to, you know, when you're talking to one of your advisors, or if you're, if you're, talk, if you're logging on to our website, one of the first questions you'll be asked when you set up a new investment is, what's it for? What's the goal? And I remember having a conversation with Sir David right back in the early days of TP about why that was so important, why he felt that goal setting was such an important part. And it is, it's, it's, it, it sounds so obvious, but, but not every firm does that. It makes you think about why you're saving because saving and investing, Greg, is a long-term thing. Yeah. And you've got to keep your eyes set on that goal. So, I mean, how important do you think it is that, that, that clients get into that mindset of setting a goal and, and, and the significance of that? Gives it a purpose. I think when you when you're saving, if you're doing it almost, you know, without a, a purpose, without a target, mm. without a goal, it, it doesn't become irrelevant. It's still as relevant. But I think letting yourself not be, you know, distracted by short term performance problems, both positive and negative, yeah. you can always sort of take your eye off the long term goal. Mm. So the, the 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 not getting into the technology, but just for me being able to log in. Mm-hmm. And actually go, and you know, we were just muttering about it before the, the session started, but you can log in, see that you've, you know, maybe your investments haven't performed short term how you like, mm-hmm. but being able to go over a long term period backwards helps to sort of say, well, this is where I was then. Am I better now? Yes, because I'm doing something about it, adding money in where you can, but also just making sure it's doing what you need it yeah. to do. But then I think more importantly, it's the gap from where you are today mm-hmm. to where you need it. And I think that that's kind of, for me, the, the point of a goal. It's, it's just to remember or to remind yourself, why am I doing yeah. this? Why am, I, why am I putting money into stocks and shares, yeah. into investments, yeah. into the pension? It, it, it can always be kind of forgotten. Well, mm. 57 for me seems a, a long way away, but it's probably mm. not. Um, yeah. So I've got a goal which, which which actually I think is quite ridiculous, uh, but I've added inflation, I've added what I think I'll need at that age. So it, it, it could make me feel quite mm-hmm. bad logging in and seeing that gap, but actually that gap for me is a good yeah. thing because I know yeah. I've got to keep working and You've keep, the time keep to chipping away at it and keep, keep putting in and mentioning Sir David's an interesting one because he taught us and, and me actually always have a ridiculous goal. Mm. Never have a goal that's dead easy to achieve. 
because if it's easy to achieve, you could have actually done better. So I did set quite a, a ridiculous goal. I probably would make most people wince uh, when they look at it. But it, it for me, it, it's it's why I, I put it in there. It's aspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get there, fantastic. But if I get somewhere near, great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Martin Greg talked there about sort of the volatility, which is just part and parcel of investing. It, wherever you go, whatever you do, that's part and parcel. And in there is the opportunity. But also... You know, it's it's not just about that. There's also the the temptation, obviously less so on a pension where you're restricted and when you can access it. But if you've got, like, say, a stocks and shares ISA, in theory, you can go in there and, and you could be tempted to draw that down or take a little bit out to, to fund a short term thing. But then then, of course, miss out on the, the potential growth that you could add or, 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 or reduce it a bit. So I suppose having the goal maybe offsets the temptation to do that because you might dip into it and think, actually, do you know what? You're reminded of that long-term goal, what you're really saving for. And maybe it's just that little check and balance on, actually don't dip into that and take it for something short-term because there's that long-term prize that you want. Yeah, I think Greg's right when he says it's it's a case of remembering what the objective is, what mm. the goal you're trying to achieve is. And by logging in, for example, to your client site and seeing what that goal is on a regular basis, you can see what it is that you're striving to achieve. So it's a yeah. case of there may be a short-term objective. You might think, well, I'll just use my ISA for that. But then when you log in and take a look, you actually think, well, hold on long term, this is going to be better for me to to keep that where it is, mm-hmm. despite any short term volatility or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you're thinking that long term goal that I've received financial advice for as well mm-hmm. from an expert in the field saying this is how we're going to achieve that and the tools that we'll have to achieve that goal as well. Longer term, you're thinking, actually, yeah, I'll just find an alternative to yeah. dipping into my investments. Yeah. And what would be some of the kind of common goals, do you think, Jenny, that maybe some of the advisors that you deal with, thinking about their clients and their conversations, what what would be usual, say, client goals? What, what do you come across quite often? Yeah, a lot of them are quite like standard goals. You know, they don't have to be something quite mm-hmm. wild or um, it, it's something like simple as saving for a car or mm-hmm. saving for a holiday. Mm-hmm. Um retirement income you know pension Mm -hmm. it's it can be sort of short term or long term Mm -hmm. um it doesn't have to be anything too complex yeah um but very personal to the person who's obviously you know so it's not i don't we don't we don't have a sort of checklist do we've got to be one of these it can be anything you like exactly because it's important that it's got to be key to the individual who's saving for the purposes that greg and martin have said yeah and a question we often get asked is well what if the client doesn't have a goal Mm. Um, and that does come up quite a lot. And we always say, you know, you always have a goal. Yeah. Um, even if it's to just beat inflation. Yeah. Everyone has something in mind. Mm-hmm. If you're investing, saving money, you can think of a goal amount and then something to save that for. Um, and I personally felt like that when I first joined True Potential. I didn't quite understand how you can set a goal sort of out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've picked that up over the years and my personal life, I've got to beat inflation. Um, yeah. And it's going quite well and I track my progress all the time. Quite yeah. obsessed about it. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and, well, I should have asked at the start, I suppose, if it's not too much of a personal question, Martin. What is, what is your goal? My what goal. is your goal? My goal. I want to know what your goal is. What, gen- in life or, well, it, or in, in, investment well, wise? If we're limited to investments for the purpose of this podcast, that would be, that'd be great. It's goal, I mean, really, to make it I mean I'm, really interested in your, I'm really interested in your life goals. And we'll maybe talk about that another day. But, but for, for, for your investments, for, what's in, your goal? For investments, I remember I set this for my personal pension. Yeah. Um, when I started as well, it was to get a million pounds in my pension. Right. So oh. very um, 
bold, I think, to yes. try and do that and probably won't get there. But, you know, I'll try my best and see what well, happens. You never know. Millionaire Martin, one day we could see that happen. You never know. I like the sound of that. It's I got a ring to it. It does, yeah, so. yeah, it does. My ridiculous goal doesn't seem that ridiculous anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on then. It was the same. Oh. <laughs> we must have done it at the same time. We must have. We sat next to each other just yeah, setting goals. Yeah. yeah. And, and how's it going? Not well. <laughs> no, no, it's going well. I think chipping away a little enough, yeah. and that's all you can do. So That's it. And you've got that long well. time to get there. We've so got, we've got, Martin's got a bit longer than me. That's, that's for sure. Just a little bit. There's a gap to go, but yeah. you can close it. Yeah. Certainly try. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's the point of the tech, isn't it? You can log in there, see the tech. You can see how, you know, how far you are. But the, the great thing is, and what I love about the TP tech, is if, you know, in terms of your pensions... You're putting in a monthly amount out of your out of your pay, going in there. Mm-hmm. The company tops that up. You get the tax relief as well, so you're getting this chunk going in. But you can play with the app, and you can see. Well, hang on. If I put an extra twenty five quid a month, an extra fifty quid a month, you can see how much that gets you towards your millionaire dream, can't yeah, you? Correct. And, and has that tempted you to sort of increase your, your you know, over the years? Have you increased your every, every year? Every year. Yeah. Every year, I try and do a bit of a what's called an annual suitability review, or what I'd call it a self assessment, which yeah. is just go in, have a look, and see. Where am I to the goal? What can I do to get closer to it? Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to make an additional contribution, whether yeah. it was percentage or pounds, what what impact that would have? And, you know, for me, the, the one that works better, actually, as opposed to saying I want to pay exactly this month, much in mm-hmm. every month, I let my, my workplace pension do that. And then what I do is I, I use our impulse save, the, the top-up tool. Yeah. Uh, because I think for me, the way I, I am my... So spending each month can fluctuate. Mm-hmm. So some months I might be here, there and everywhere and others I might be quite socially quiet. Uh, so those months I can put a little bit more away, you know, mm-hmm. not not spend it on that, but instead put it away. So being able to just put £100 into your pension, yeah. click of a button, it sounds like a, it is a plug. It doesn't sound <laughs> like one, but you can't do that anywhere else. You, you mm-hmm. cannot just pop money into your pension as as easy as that and, and as you say you're getting relief on yeah. on top of that so it's it's something I try and do monthly uh, put put a little bit away but also I do that annual review to make sure I'm kind of on track so I think again back to what we said too often you can just heat at the moment at a point of logging in and looking at your investments make a decision mm-hmm. you don't need to you don't need to make a decision every time you log in so I'll remove that emotion I just look at it once a year with almost that emotional view of, right, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Let's get the house in order. Come on, Jenny, what's your goal? Oh, have you got more than one? You might have more than one. I've just got one at the moment. Um, my main goal is to save for a new car. Good. It's about time I've had my car for ever since I started driving. It's 15-year-old. <laughs> oh, um, so do really, you have a name for your car? I don't. I get asked that, and I just never named it. And I don't think... I can now, it's too late. Oh, you've gone too far with it, haven't you? Yeah. It's we just did, we did watch your car get crashed into several times <laughs> in the work car park as well. I have had a few, I've actually had three bumps during my time here. Have you? Same person every time? No. <laughs> so you would think it's me, but it's not me. No. It's, it's not my driving. <laughs> People driving into your parked car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. No, so, so, so is it, it has some... Presumably some, some little dents around the little side. Little dents, yeah, uh, but it, oh, well, it gives character, you know. You know exactly, that's right. The walls. When you get your new car, maybe park it down the other end of the car. Yeah, I'm going to take my car. Probably what you need to do. Um, 
And, and and are there any other ways that the tech we have at TP? I mean, you, you mentioned the sort of you know the, the goal, you can get the gap to goal. Yeah. Are there other ways that the, t, the the tech at TP can help people, uh, you know, save for their goals, reach their goals? What, what's your favorite? What's your favorite bit of bit of tech feature? Let's say. I personally enjoy. You can set reminders for impulsive. Yes, of course. And I think that's really useful because we all need a reminder. And, you know, I'm I forget a lot of things, um, and that it just gives you a text. Yeah. Um, just to remind you to do it. it doesn't actually make the payment, so you no. have to go on and do that. But that allows you to either take that opportunity or, mm-hmm. or sort of leave a little it reminder, for, a little helpful reminder. Yeah, um, and I, I also think it's very useful that when you impulse save, say ten pounds, you know, yeah. that's quite a small amount. It will actually show you how much progress you're going to make against your goal, yeah. even just that small amount. And what the long term impact of that tenor is. Yeah. When you add, you know, uh, the growth, potential growth onto that over the period of time, yeah. what you could, what what that could turn into. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to, off the tip of your tongue, Martin. I know you're a man who likes a reward. I can tell that. I'm guessing that rewards is one of your favourite features. It is to help you reach that goal. Not not so much the the just eat at the minute. With why does everyone bring that up whenever I ask about it? It's always Jamie that brings that one up. It's the most popular one, but <laughs> with with like running training at the moment, I'm yeah. trying to try to cut back on all the pizzas yeah. and takeaways, but. It was it was my birthday on Tuesday. Oh so well, if we'd known, you could have had a cake. Would have bought a cake. I've, I've already had about two cakes this week, <laughs> so the the diet and training's yeah. not going particularly well. But no. again, it's it's using the rewards and getting the benefit of that. Yeah. And obviously, it's not just just eat. There's so many other options. Oh, so. there's hundreds. Sometimes when I'm bored, I like to go through that and just look at all the different things that I could be buying and getting yeah. a reward on. So I know it's, it's if you ever have 10 minutes to kill, honestly, if you're on the bus or whatever, just do it. Honestly, there you go. Probably Nike's on there as well. Just do it. See? Anyway, I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to take Martin's wonderful segue that you've set up there because you talk about running, right? And this weekend, of course, it is the Great North Run. And you three <laughs> are doing it. I thought you were as well. Oh, right? yeah. No, I'll no. be on the Metro to Jarrow. Um, <laughs> but there is, a, of course, you three do. And, of course, having a goal, it, it, you know, it, obviously this is this is a very, you know, obvious statement, but goals don't just apply to finance. But clearly having a goal in terms of running 13 miles or jogging or walking or pedalling, I don't know, however, however you're getting them on. Crying. Right. Well, whatever. <laughs> however you want to do it, it's fine by me. Um, but having a goal, you know, applies to that as well. So let's let's just flip that round on its head then. So, you know, how is the training going? Because this is a big thing you take, you know, and by the way, you've done it before, is that right? You've done it before? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. a few times. Excellent. Yeah. So so you've got a sort of benchmark from your previous. Yeah. How's it all going? I would probably be an example of a bad client. I, I, I wanted to give an analogy. Mark Henderson, one of our senior partners, done a, a yeah. talk yesterday that I was uh, at for some of our financial advisors. And this was a perfect example of today's topic. It was a client who had... £4,000 in, in an ISA, uh, no names. Um, they had £4,000. They'd saved up over a long time. It was incremental, £10, £5, and, and some rewards money coming into their ISA. So they'd done a great job of getting themselves on track. And then over the last couple of months, they took £400 out to buy a pair of glasses, as in reading glasses. As opposed, glasses to as opposed to paint glasses. Yes. So they bought some some spectacles. And that was the first one. Then there was another, you know, amount coming out to buy a tattoo. And I thought, what a strange sort of way to kind of do such a good job of training and building yourself up. And then as you get into that, you know, reasonable, and and that wasn't the goal. 
Well, at least they got the glasses before the tattoo. I mean, you wouldn't want to get a tattoo and you them. couldn't yeah. see it. You, know? uh. you probably don't give yourself the tattoo that somebody else does. <laughs> yes, right, yeah. um, but the, I'm not sure what this the, has got to do with the, your training for the Great North Front, but it, I know you're getting there. I can tell you're getting there. Come yeah. So the point was they were very well disciplined at the start and then quite easily got distracted, you know, and started actually working against their goal. Right. And that was me, Peter. So I've spent the last probably three, four, five years training up to the Great North Run and and running it this year, um, actually haven't been very well disciplined in training. I've got a fair enough excuse. I've got a ten week old at home, um, but that that for me would be uh, that that's the type of client I would be. Is kind of was in really good behaviours and habits and and so on. And then to close the analogy, it's going to make my run tough. It's not going to be as easy as it was last year, the year before, the year before, because I've took the eye off the goal. I've not concentrated towards that goal and I've almost worked against it by not training, not sleeping, you know, maybe not eating right, or doing all those sort of bad behaviours. And in in, in 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 the analogy, that client has, you know, just unpicked a lot of hard work by not something that's, you know, impulsive, you, you need glasses, yeah. but I'm sure you didn't need the £400 ones. Yeah. You know, you, you, you don't need the, the designer ones. You could have got the... Yes. The ones the optician gives away with an appointment sort yeah. of thing. So that 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 rang true to me yesterday when I was listening to Mark speak and thinking, you've done such a good job for yeah. a long time getting up to that and then you've gone and took a quarter of it out for something that wasn't your goal. Yeah. But you've run a thousand miles. You did John Road to Land's I End. Did. So I did. if you can run a thousand miles, surely thirteen down to the coast can't be that part. I, I, I should be able to do with your eyes closed. I, I should be able to manage it, yes. I, I didn't run it all in one time. Well, that's correct. It, it was broken over. Do, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, come on, Martin. What's your uh, how's your training going for this weekend's it's, great north run? It's gone okay. I've uh, yes. been trying to get out for runs when I can during the week. I think in sort of parallels to what we've spoken about with goal setting and using technology I think well I'm wearing an Apple Watch I don't know if anyone else has got theirs on today Greg I'm looking at you but not today no but it's it's using the technology on the watch and yes. Strava and other running apps that are available as well yeah. to track the progress and to say well my goal my objective is to run it in less than two hours Yeah. so it's a case of at what pace do I have to run to get to that goal and in the terms watches. of your training just to break your yeah. sort of if, you, if your goal in training is to get fit in time for it is it the, so we talked about say I'll, I'll just stretch the analogy but in terms of saving you, you don't get the million pound pension pot like that you've yeah. got to do it over a period of time so to get to be able to run 13 miles have you in your training been well I'll, I'll, I'll first of all I'll run three yeah. miles or five miles then I'll make it up to eight miles then I'll go for ten and then I'll crack yeah. the 13 is that how you've been doing it's, it it's building up to it yeah it's not just thinking I'm just going to go out for a, a ten mile run right. and just immediately be able to do a half marathon it's starting with your three miles six yeah. ten I wouldn't do a, a 13.1 mile run in the build up to the training because that's what you're going to do on the day yeah. but still you're slowly building yourself up to get there just like mm-hmm. a long term goal that you're looking at as well like a million pounds in a pension but yeah. again using the technology to achieve mm-hmm. both goals is what i like to do yeah. so uh, jenny how's your how's your training going are you, are you looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it uh i think because i've done it before did it last year i know what to expect mm-hmm. perhaps because i've done it i've got a little bit relaxed thinking i've done it oh. before i can do it again oh. i've not like really utilized the time as well <laughs> as i should have um i think it's all about using that time because the closer it gets the less time you have of course and you can't just train overnight you can't get from a to b Mm -hmm. 
um, and improve your time and stamina. I've tried to not think about time as much. Mm-hmm. It's more about my fitness. Yeah. So that's sort of been my goal, I guess. I've just want to feel fit, feel healthy, mm-hmm. not push too hard and not worry too much about time. And that yeah. will hopefully come. Well, I think that's, it's brilliant. Like what you're doing is fantastic. And, um, you know, I know you and, and others here have done the Great North Run. Uh, at, at TP, actually, we've been part of it for, for a few years, specifically now through the um, a local charity called the Sunshine Fund that we've raised money for here. And I think, Greg, you're, you know, I know you're part of the Team Sunshine this year. I've seen you yes. with your yellow vest on. Um, and 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 for people who don't know, just briefly tell us a bit about the Sunshine Fund and what they do and why why TP supports them. Yeah, I mean, it, we had Siobhan and the team in on Friday last, which was for we, every month we have a big staff update. We get the whole company together, uh, and and this time round we asked the the team to come in and basically tell us why what we do is is so good for them, mm-hmm. and you know. I don't think there was a dry eye in the house, was there? It was a, a very, very um, lovely meeting to have actually one of the children that benefits from yes. the money that we raise directly to potential and obviously other places that donate as well towards the Sunshine Fund. The little girl that done a speech, that's what will get me through the Great North Run. I think, you know, talking about not being able to go into standard education because of a vision impairment and, and the teachers couldn't get her through classes so has to go into a different form of didn't need to just needed a few aids to help her through you know the, the lessons so knowing the money that we contribute and raise and put into that get a, a child into standard standard education doesn't want anything different to all of our mates down the park so you know you see the stories of the a bicycle you know mo- most parents just go down to Halfords £100 buy a bike happy days you know that'll last a couple of years uh, £3,000 for a, 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 a special needs bike that, mm-hmm. you know, can go on sand, it can go off road. And we've seen the videos and the stories of the, the young lad who was, you know, down at the beach doing, you know, donuts and <laughs> things like that. And you think that it's ridiculous. It almost you want it to be the other way around. You know, you want those kids to be able to have these things to yeah. to, to go off road and things like that. And, and also when you're seeing, you know, handing it down so that the next generation of child can use it and have it and yeah. and enjoy it. So they're a, they're, they're a very small charity. You know, a lot of companies want the big named charities. You know, we work with these well-known charities. We we didn't want that. We wanted to make a demonstrable difference in our area, in our region. Um, and it, it it's always a pleasure. Yeah. And, and, and actually, again, last year we met um, one of the parents who ran with the, the buggy pushing their son, mm. Um, the father had done the training for the whole year and a week to go he pulled a hamstring so right. the mum stepped in with no training and ran 13.1 mile mm. what a superstar because yeah. didn't want a son to miss out Absolutely. so Brilliant. really really good cause and yeah. goosebumps as I'm talking yeah. so now they're, they're amazing charity the Sunshine Fund we've been working with them for a long time now and yeah. uh, and good luck to everybody obviously you three but everyone else who's running as well uh, for the Sunshine Fund and just everyone who's actually doing the great. It's an amazing achievement, actually, and, and it is. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm not doing it this year, but it, the, the atmosphere is always amazing. And um, even if you're just watching on from the side, it's it's, it's great to be part of that over the weekend now, of course, because it's not just the Sunday. There's all sorts of activities yeah. on the Saturday as well, so it's it's great fun. Good. Well, uh, good luck with those goals. I'm going to give a shout out. I think I've only have done this once on the podcast before. I was on holiday in Mallorca, um a couple of weeks ago. And I got roped into doing a quiz, going up on stage with a thousand holiday guests and, and being part of the quiz. 
And the, the lady from the hotel come past on the microphone and said, what's your name, where are you from? So I told her. And the, the chap next to me, lovely gentleman, who was there with his family, said, do you work at True Potential? I said, yes, I do. I said, do you? Turns out uh, he's one of our wealth management partners, one of our advisors uh, in Manchester. What a small world. Can you believe that? And it was only because I was on stage doing a sports quiz, which I did dreadfully, I have to say, uh, that I met him. So a big shout out to David Brown, one of our advisors. It was lovely to meet you and your family and uh, lovely chap. And uh, if, you're, if, he's, if he's your advisor, you're in, you're in great hands. So there you go. See, the podcasters, we've got 184 episodes, Greg, and we're known worldwide now. Finally made it to Spain. From, from, the, from, the, from New Bern to a stage in Mallorca. Yep. There you go. Fantastic. Good. Okay. Well, look. Uh, thank you very much for. Uh, be- Did you enjoy your first one? Jim? Yeah. Are you going to come back? Oh, I'd love to. Excellent. Good. Well, I hope to see you again, Martin. It's, I know it's been a while, but I'm sure you'll be back soon. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. And Greg, yeah, good to see you as ever. And thanks very much, everyone, for your input into today. Gr- good luck. All the very best this weekend on the Great North Run. And to you as well if you're running it. And for now, thanks very much for watching, and we'll see you next time.